What up, bros? This is the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan. And I am Caleb. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot a bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we'll be talking about some adventures in hunting. Got a crap ton of pops that are coming out, and some that all have already been released. Um... In Blu-ray news, we got uh, just one that came out this week, Bumblebee. We'll be talking about that. And then we got some through-the-wall news. We finally know, know, know who is voicing Chucky in the uh, Child's Play reboot. Uh, we got our first look at Joker in the final season of Gotham. Isn't it the final season? Yep. Okay. Uh, I think this is the fifth season. Oh, it's, it's fifth? Okay. Um, and then a uh, certain actor said that he is returning to a Suicide Squad. So, or, Sorry, the Suicide Squad. So we'll be talking about that. Uh, and then with this week's sneak peeks, we got a special look this morning, uh, which is April 2nd, uh, which gave us uh, new footage for Avengers Endgame and also announced that tickets are officially on sale. Finally. And it um, crashed the freaking internet. Oh, it did? Dude, didn't you hear that? No. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know it's like the number one movie for pre-sale tickets now on Fandango. Yeah, with those that were able to get it. Is it like yeah, really? We'll, we'll get into it. Like, Dude, yeah, yeah you, you got to tell me about. Wait, is like, is opening weekend sold out? I don't know. Oh, shit. We're screwed. <laughs> I sure hope. Well, like, you can't be sold out everywhere. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, but this is Avengers Endgame. Don't underestimate it. Touche. Yeah. Um, and then we will have our main event of the evening, which will be our All Bros breakdown of How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. Yep. You totally made a typo. I'm just going to say that. And I just forgot to replace it. Oh, good job. He put How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> good job. Yep. Uh, finally I... completing the this this trilogy. Yes. As recommended to us by... Vic. Thank you for recommending... I can't talk. Thank you for recommending it, because this trilogy is fantastic. Yeah, it's, uh, it's damn good. This is how you do a trilogy. Take notes, Shrek. Even though you're on your fourth... Or you did four, I don't care. Still. <laughs> take notes. Alright, what do you say we get started? Let's do it. Alright. So, with uh, Adventures in Hunting, got a shit ton of Avengers Endgame exclusives that are coming out and have already come out. Yep. Um, I got the pictures up for those. Fantastic. Uh, so, first off, we got uh, one that is going to truly kill me, because I already have the first one from Infinity War, so I have to have this other one, and this is going to be a bitch of a hunt. Uh, but we got another 10-inch Thanos coming. And, of course, it's going to be exclusive to Target. I think aren't all of them. Uh, actually, uh, Giant Man was exclusive to Amazon. Was he a 10-inch? Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, I sent Gosh, you a picture, damn. remember? Yeah. yeah. yeah I no, didn't realize he was a 10-inch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a 10-inch. I thought he was, like, one of those supersized, like, 6-inch. Oh, no, he is the size of Hulk. He's awesome. So I kind of wish Thanos was going to Amazon because Amazon was really easy. 
and this one's going to be a bitch. Damn. <sighs> okay. All right, next up, we got the Amazon-exclusive War Machine, which this one has, uh, instead of being in his regular War Machine armor, he is in his Quantum Realm armor. Um, and I actually picked this one up already off Amazon, got in today. I love it. It looks fantastic. Uh, and that's the only endgame pop I've picked up so far. Uh, I will pick up the common soon. It is um, a cool one, but it kind of begs the question, why would he wear a Quantum Realm suit over his War Machine suit? Like, it just seems odd with some of these. Like, Hulk makes sense, where he's just wearing uh, his own, like, he's just wearing a suit. Uh, Rocket makes sense, but then you get over to, like, Captain America. Why is he just wearing his normal helmet like it, it's 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 odd it's an odd choice it's marvel don't question anything i know i'm not gonna like start digging in okay on good yeah please don't. i see the movie okay yeah please don't but it, it it's hard it's hard for me to make sense of it okay all right that's fair um next up we have the walmart exclusive rocket in his quantum realm suit as well as Hawkeye, a.k.a. Ronan, in his full-on Ronan suit, where he actually has the hood on. Whereas uh, the common is just him in the Ronan costume, but uh, it's it's Clint in the Ronan suit. There we go, whatever. Um, and then we got the GameStop exclusive Hulk, which I know Caleb is excited to get. I did get it, oh. but it's... I was trying to keep a hush-hush. hush-hush. Someone in the other room that's hopefully not listening in uh, doesn't know I bought it yet. <laughs> you bitch. So this one's him in like some weird outfit. It's like, if it was, I think it would look cooler if it were black. But it looks like he's wearing like a onesie. It does. <laughs> so it's like, it's a weird color. So it's like a really, really light gray with a really, really light purple. And then it has like the, this weird design all over it. And it's odd. Like if it was black, it would look a little bit cooler. Not much, but yeah. just a little bit. But the it, ugh. it doesn't work. It really doesn't. Him and his Quantum Realm suit actually looks pretty cool. It does. I saw that one in person. Yeah. Really cool. Okay, yeah. Really that, cool. That one surprisingly works. This one does not. Yeah, it's... I would have preferred just another Hulk in a shorts pop. I know. Like, if they would have just pulled this off where... Just remove the the shirt part. Yeah. Just have it so it's like pants. Yeah, there like, we go. If And then maybe, like, if you wanted to be, like, fancy schmancy, just remove like the uh the sleeves so it's just the glove because it looks like he has like a so it's sleeves with his thumb through like a hole yeah so if you were to remove that and make the purple part because that's like where the sleeve starts it like so it's his fist goes up his arm purple a little ways kind of like a glove and then it goes to the gray and starts doing all that crazy shit if it were like to be like purple gloves with just the pants that would look badass that would that really would but no they gotta go full freaking onesie because they hate you that much they do yeah i hope that the movie 
pulls this off for me. It needs to sell me on this. Otherwise, I'm going to be pissed. I still find it weird that... Or maybe just because it's a big spoiler, but we haven't seen Hulk once in any promotional footage. I know. It's, it's kind of like how uh, Banner was. We didn't really get to see much of him because it was like all Hulk. Yeah, that's true. So I'm hoping that's the case in with this one. Hopefully. Um, next up, we got the Hot Topic exclusive Captain America, which uh, this one's Dude, too Captain plain. America pops suck. There's a couple that are good. There are there are a couple, but they're from like the first Avenger. Yeah, and there's I feel there's also a really good one that was a GameStop exclusive from Age of Ultron. What was different about that one? Well, that one I think like he was unmasked, but he had his uh he was holding a shield out like that or something. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, this one's just real basic. It, like it looks like all the others. Yeah. Like, if you were to throw this one in front of me and throw one from, like, Civil War in front of me, I probably couldn't tell you the difference. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Unless they were able to work on, work, uh, the like, the feathering thing that's on his new suit. Oh, in. the scales? Yeah, the scales. Yeah. Unless, like, Funko was able to, like, really work those in, yeah, I, I can't really tell the difference with these, with this one. Yeah. Um, like, I wish, because he's, like, has, he kind of has his hand out, and then he has, like, a fist backward yeah why didn't they just like throw a shield on yeah i know right i mean unless iron man's still being a bitch and keeping it (laughs) (laughs) uh i don't know it seems like from the uh sneak peek that they're uh back to trusting each other yeah so um, I'm. That's actually going to be exciting. We haven't seen him with his shield in a couple of movies. Yeah, so that's going to be exciting. That is going to be really exciting. Um, but yeah, no, I think like the common looks better than this exclusive. Yeah, like uh, him in his quantum realm suit looks way cooler. But uh, then next up, we got the box lunch exclusive Iron Man, which I definitely need to get this one because I love that he's just in the classic pose where he's holding out his a uh, hand ready to about ready to blast someone yep I was, have... I was trying to look and see i have a couple iron men i have the the first like mark one iron man from the marvel collector core yeah box and then i have the whatever iron man he that's from oh was it i think that's civil war civil war yeah yeah, then I have the Civil War one. And I think that's all the Iron Man I have. The only Iron Man I have is the FY exclusive from Infinity War, and it's when he's unmasked and it's Tony Stark wearing the Iron Man armor. That's a cool one. Yeah, I love that one. But yeah, I gotta get this box lunch one, because this one's awesome. Gotta have this one in my collection. It's kind of like just his iconic pose. Yeah, that it's so simple, but I love it. Yeah. That's the best, like when it's just basic yeah uh and then next up we got the walgreens exclusive hawkeye where he is in his quantum realm suit and uh, this one's gonna be a bitch to find yeah i'm really hoping that when he because i'm assuming that he's gonna go live online i'm hoping that he doesn't sell out fast and i'm fully fine with paying 16 dollars because that's usually 
with their ship well with the price of the pop and shipping it's usually about 16 bucks with walgreens so definitely okay with paying that if i can get it online um and then after that we got the gamestop exclusive thor uh is this a pop so this is in a box okay so but is it a pop and tea or pocket pop and tea it's a pop and okay. tea and it's just um him and it kind of his pose that he has in the common yeah uh, thor but he had like some of that stuff on his quantum realm suit is glowing blue okay so whatever that means but yeah he's holding stormbreaker it's a kind of a basic looking pop. He has a real looks like he has a cut over his eye. Oh, duh. <laughs> I forgot how Thor Ragnarok ended. <laughs> like, wow. Okay. But the shirt's cool. Um it yeah. looks kind of like a uh like a grayish blue. Just has Thor uh written on the top and then it has him in like holding Stormbreaker in one hand with lightning in the background. Yeah pretty cool it is i mean i'm not the biggest fan of the t-shirt and pop bundles just because there's so much money but so like it has to be like a certain pot for me to go for it yeah so i probably won't go for the thor one um but you're probably going to go for the next one uh the iron man mm-hmm. why didn't you say that's one you wanted no i i was like Really considering it, but then I'm just like, what's the point when the only difference is he glows in the dark from the common? That's literally the only thing that's different. I think that can be said about all of them. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. Like, the shirt's cool, but I don't know. Glow in the dark does not sell me on picking up one that I can just get as a common for half the price. Actually, more than half the price. Um, yeah, that one's just plain to me. Yeah, this one's a really basic design, just gray Iron Man, like in red, right? Red writing, a red Avenger symbol, and then Iron Man with his fists out. Yeah. So nothing too special. No, I'm not a huge fan of the design on this one because where it says Iron Man, so it has iron across the top and then man down the side. Kind of like how you would do like a crossword puzzle. Yeah. So it looks like it says Iron Man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's kind of funny. Yeah. That bad. is a little annoying. Yeah, I, that's I a little uh, bad design there. Uh, then after that, uh, we got the Hot Topic exclusive Hulk box, which I'm sure Caleb has to have in his life. You're damn right I got to have this in my life. <laughs> Uh, so is this just like his regular pop and glow in the dark? It looks like it, yeah. Okay. Same pose and everything. Just it's it just blue. I don't know if it glows because they specified that the Iron Man glows. They didn't specify that any of these other ones glow, but yeah. they look like they do. Yeah. So maybe I feel it. The one that I think would be dumb not to make him glow is Thor. Yeah. Thor would look awesome glowing. Um, this is really just a really basic design of with the shirt. It's a black shirt with Hulk kind of in his like a jumping pose, red Avenger symbol, and just Hulk underneath. Just think in it's green. 
Just basic. It, I love it. It's. I need to have the shirt. The price tag, though, I think it's probably going to be 35 35 Or 30 That's usually how much pop tees and pops are. Well, I get a military discount on top of that, so uh, boom. Okay, yeah, that's true. There's a couple of dollars off. Really cool. Really basic. Like I said, really basic. Um, it's the basic nothing too bitch. special about the pop other than it's a different version of Hulk, so it got to have it. Well, of course you do. Of course. Um, and then after that, we got the FYE exclusive cat box. Sounds like I said cat box. Cap. Cap. Box. <laughs> and what is in this one? So this one is the Quantum Realm Captain America pop figure. With the glowing blue, kind of in the same areas that the other ones have, the glowing. Okay. Uh, this one's kind of cool. It's like a really dark blue, almost like navy blue. Has Captain written in like small white letters. Yeah. America kind of surrounding it in a really light blue uh, coloring or lettering. Ooh, okay. Um, the back, or so it's basically just a mirror image of what the the figure looks like okay can i see the shirt yeah so it's kind of like a mirror image of what the shirt looks or the figure looks like and then it has like kind of a stars and stripes in the back i dig that a lot oh i like that yeah it looks really good uh and then a white uh avenger symbol in his corner damn that that might be like the only box that i need to pick up (laughs) because i love that shirt yeah, um, the only complaint I have about this shirt is that the A's in the America yeah look like R's, just the way because they did it they with do. the broken up. They did it with like that broken, uh, wrinkly looking font. Yeah, or not a font. It's like a texture, and they just they did it in the wrong areas, and it makes it look like an R. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'll agree with you on that one. It does. So um, anyway. Uh, and then we got um a couple of Target exclusives that are uh, Pocket Pops and T-shirts, right? Yep. The combos. Uh, we'll be getting uh, Thanos, Hulk, Thor, and Cap. Yep. Is it all four of those? Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, I feel... So they're all, it's just the commons in pocket pop form. Okay. I feel the only one I really need is Thanos. Yeah. That's because I need everything Thanos. So the Thanos shirt um, is a black shirt and it says Warrior Thanos. And Thanos is in like the bright uh, purple lettering, big warriors in like a small gold. Okay. And then this one's kind of like the the same pose that Hulk was in a little bit. But it's Thanos in his gear. Oh, and it you can kind of see the Infinity Gauntlet glowing a little bit. Oh, pretty cool. That is cool. Oh, yeah. Um, the Hulk one is one that I got to have. Of course you do. Um, it's a gray shirt, Hulk in green lettering that's kind of a little broken up, and Hulk in a like a flying fist pose. Like it looks like he's jumping towards someone ready to freaking like deck him. Okay. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty badass shirt. 
Uh, both of those Hulk ones are ones that I have to own. Of course you do. Of course. Uh, this one might actually be my favorite Thor shirt um, that they offered. The other one was just really basic looking. This one's like badass. Um, common Thor uh, pop figure. Okay. So his shirt is blue, and it looks like it says God of Thunder, but Thunder is written like it's actually Thunder or okay, Lightning. That's cool. And it has him both handing Stormbreaker, uh, swing him down, and his eyes are glowing. Pretty badass look. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, I might need that. Damn and it. And then Captain America, last one in the Target one. Um, It's just him just kind of in the, some stance, just kind of standing with his hands to his side. Close the shirt. Captain America. Captain's in like the big lettering. America's underneath it small. Hmm. Um, Has kind of the shield in the background in like red with the stripes. Yeah. Nothing too special, but still a cool shirt. It looks kind of like an NBA shirt. (laughs) Like if you were to make Captain America like a silhouette, it would look like an NBA shirt. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. That's kind of funny. Looks cool. It uh, does. The Captain America is kind of in the uh, the same font that they used for the first Avenger. Just a little bit. Cool shirt. Yeah, it is. I like that a lot. Um. So that is it for Avengers Endgame exclusive pops. Well, they have the uh, the new thing that they're adding to the figures, the trading cards. Oh yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so if you order uh, any of the commons from Avengers Endgame from Entertainment Earth, isn't it? Yes. Uh, you will receive trading cards with them. I didn't look into this because I'm so, it's just not – it doesn't interest me. I, I don't know if into you it did. A li- I looked into it a little bit just okay. because I thought the cards were a lot more special. <laughs> they're not? No, they're not. They, so you get a, th- a three-pack of trading cards in in your pack. And there are the, so all of the, all of the commons have their own trading card, but then some of the top, I think the top four, so I think Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, and Hulk come with a, there's a chance to get a foil card, which is just like a holographic looking one. And they don't, they don't do anything. Like, I thought they had, like, a special code to unlock something. No, they, you just collect them all. And I'm not interested. Me neither. Like, I don't even want the Hulk one. Like, really? if, I, if I find it somewhere for a reasonable price, maybe. But reasonable is, like, a dollar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's cool special. if people are into collecting these. That I mean, I'm sure they're cool, but it's just not me. Yeah. Same here. I'd rather have the figures and shirts. Yes. That's all I really collect. Agreed. And then the miscellaneous stuff that I get with the collector core boxes. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right. Next up in Pop News, they uh, release the official line for Toy Story 4 Pops. Yep. And Caleb has them right on his phone. Yep. So there's a, there's not a whole ton. There is seven total. Okay. 
So the first one is Woody, and he has kind of a lasso. I love that. Yeah. Um, Buzz, where he's it looks like he's floating down okay. or gliding up, whatever you want to say. One of the little alien dudes. Uh, whoever the blue bunny is, whoever Jordan Peele plays in voices. Isn't it bunny? Blue, Isn't blue. it bunny? It might be bunny. I think so. Uh, then there's Jesse, just kind of in a um, hands on her hips. I'm glad though that they're doing Jesse, considering uh, her original one is uh, vaulted now, and it's worth a shit ton of money. Damn. Uh, then they got Forky, the must-have of the whole line. So dumb. <laughs> and then the chick. Oh, okay. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> not like the girl, the the actual chick. Oh, okay. So Michael, Ke- so Michael Key's character. Yeah. Okay. Like Chicky, maybe. I don't know. I honestly have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they what they call call him. But yeah, that's all the uh, all of those figures. It's quite a line. Oh, we do have actually an exclusive for the Toy Story Four line, which I have already pre-ordered, and it is the Amazon the Amazon exclusive Buzz Lightyear, where he is kind of like in a takeoff position. He has his hands on his hips, and his wings expand. It looks so cool, and yeah, I just had to get it. So. I don't know. I'm sure there's going to be other exclusives, but that's the only one that's been released so far. Um, and then for our last bit of pop news, we got uh, some reveals for Spider-Man: Far From Home Funko line. Uh, we only got the villains. We did not get any of Spider-Man. Yep. So the first one is a GameStop exclusive, Glow in the Dark, Molten Man. Okay, I don't know who Molten Man is, but the pop looks badass. It does. Um, not one that I would personally get. It's he's already up for pre-order, actually. Yeah. Um, the glow the glow looks like it would be badass. Like yeah. if if I found one for like ten bucks down the line, yeah. I think I might get him. Okay. Just for the glow. Okay. Um, the other one I. This looks like Hydro Man, but it could be the air guy, too. He glows in the dark. He's a Barnes & Noble exclusive. Okay. Um, And the looks of it, it looks like some of the water on his body glows and his eyes glow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, The next one is a Hot Topic exclusive, which is the Unmasked Mysterio. I have to have this one. Yep, he looks freaking sweet. I love what they did with the uh, the magic on his hands, where it's yes. like the triangles with uh, the eyes, like kind of like the top of the dollar bill. Yeah, thing. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, that looks so cool. Um, the other one is the is a Walmart exclusive, glows in the dark, Mysterio. But this one, he's wearing his uh, fishbowl with clouds in it. And the only thing that looks like it glows are the triangles on his hands. I'm sure you want this one. I do want that one. Okay. It looks super cool. And I think that covers it. Unless you want to talk about pens, but 
No, it's not. Because we got a, like Spider-Man uh, pins. It's not really my thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's everything that covers uh. Uh, everything that covers uh, Far From Home. There you go. <laughs> There's the title. Uh, all right, and then for final, or I cannot talk this episode. Wow. In what? Okay, in Blu-ray news, I don't know where I was trying to go with that. <laughs> go where I was going to go with that. I think you were trying to say a complicated word, and it just didn't yeah, work. It did not. Uh, this week's big release was Bumblebee, um, and I have not picked it up yet, um, but the uh, Steelbook already sold out, like, damn, the 4K Steelbook. It was a cool Steelbook, though, so I understand. And uh, this is a very good Transformers movie. It's definitely the best one since the first one. I still have not seen it. You really should see it. I'll buy it eventually, so I don't know if you want to wait until I buy it to watch it or if you want to redbox it. I'll wait. Okay. Um, but you still gotta go get Aquaman too, huh? Well, I actually got Aquaman, so I need to send you that code. You bastard! Sorry. You haven't sent it yet? I'm sorry. <laughs> Ooh, my mom's gonna hate you. Why? Because she wants to see Aquaman. Oh, you guys share an account? Yeah. Oh, I don't so know. with the movies anywhere, I can share my account with up to like five people. Oh. So okay. I have one for me, one for Bronson, and one for my sister-in-law, Brittany. Oh, okay. Do I get number four since I help you out? If you want. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just giving you shit. Um, I'll send that to you tonight. Okay? Sweet. Um, I don't know where I was going with this. Uh, oh, that was yeah, that's really it. Anyway, yeah, Bumblebee is out on Blu-ray, 4K, and DVD. You should definitely go buy it because... It's a really good Transformers movie. really is. And it's finally explained why Bumblebee can't talk. <laughs> and it's kind of sad why he can't talk. It's I, I did not expect them to do that. I'm like, holy shit. Okay. So, yeah. Might... I'm intrigued. No spoiler, but uh, you might think Starscream's even more of an asshole. <laughs> That's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> At least I think it was Starscream. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Starscream. Uh, That's not possible. Yeah, right. No, I feel it's... it's You can't really hate Megatron more. Starscream you can, but Megatron... Uh, Megatron's pretty high up there. I I dig Megatron really? a little bit. I like Starscream over Megatron. I don't mm. know. Bear, black, not black... Yeah, no, Blackout's my favorite Decepticon. Uh, there, I, I don't know who the one with the one eye. I don't sound know. wave. I yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Duh. Either I don't know my Decepticons and Autobots very well. I don't either. Other than Optimus, I actually remember. Bumblebee. I mostly remember Decepticons more because I thought the Decepticons were cooler. <laughs> <laughs> I, you. <laughs> You best believe when I played the original game when it first came out, yeah, I picked the Decepticon side. <laughs> and yeah. they wiped out all of human race. And did you did you ever play that game? Yeah. Did you finish it? No. Oh. So you never saw like the ending? 
Mm-mm. I was I was really crappy at video games. Uh, no, dude. So the Decepticon one is really cool. So Megatron kills Optimus in like a messed up way. Like he's laying there on the floor, and Megatron takes his like uh you know like that ball that he has on the end, yeah, and swings it up in the air and just smashes Optimus Prime's head. Sweet. And then uh at the end he's sitting on his throne. He's like uh I forget what he says, but he's like finish up with this planet. We're done here, and you see Earth is just destroyed. <laughs> Sweet. So much cooler than the Autobot ending. <laughs> <laughs> Autobots suck. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Decepticons are cooler. Dude, they're pretty. Like, it's just. Sometimes it's just fun to be on the villain side. I know, right? It's always fun. Um, all right. Let's move on to Through the Wall, where we got a huge announcement out of WonderCon. And they finally announced who is playing the voice of Chucky. And we freaking called it. Well, actually, I think Caleb called it. I freaking called it. So you you did go back and listen? No, but I'm pretty sure. What the hell? You said you were going to. I know. I forgot. (laughs) You bitch. Uh, So I guess we did call it. Um, And who will be playing the voice is, drumroll please. Mr. Luke Skywalker himself, Mark Hamill. Oh, I thought you were going to mess it up. I'm like, dude, it's Mark Hamill. <laughs> How stupid do you think I, I am? Like, who the, who the fuzz Luke? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I, I realized where you were going with that, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, freaking Mark Hamill, dude. Uh, I'm so freaking pumped. If too. he brings just a little bit of Joker into Chucky, just, oh. It's gonna be the best. I think I kind of want like him not to bring any Joker and just kind of like make do something different with Chucky, because uh, my coworker pointed out a good point. Like if you think at like some instances, if he's like trying, he actually does sound a little bit like Brad Dorif, right? Um, so I feel if he like tweaks that a little bit, but still makes it his own, he can get a pretty damn good Chucky. I think Chucky needs a little bit of Joker laugh. Yeah. If he brings anything in, he needs to bring Joker laugh. But he needs to change it up a little bit still. Maybe make it a little higher pitch. Yeah, because that's how kind of Chucky's laugh is. I think he'd do an amazing job. Like, I think what would be really good is him doing kind of like the voice he does for Swamp Thing. And ah, you don't watch Justice League... Unlimited. Oh, no, I Shit. do not. Okay, so he does the voice for Swamp uh, Thing. Have you watched regular show? Like two episodes. Do you know the the big ape looking dude? Oh yeah. Skips. Uh huh. That he oh, does that's the Mark voice. Hamill. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. So that voice, a little like make like a deeper voice, kinda with the higher pitched laugh. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I could see Chucky sounding like that. Yeah, I'm excited for our first like trailer. I with really Chucky. hope that in the next trailer they have him at least say one line and laugh. There has yeah, to be a yeah, laugh. Yeah, there. Yeah, there has. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm not asking for no f you, but yeah, you got to have the laugh. Like. I have to hear how Chucky sounds when he's yeah, laughing. Absolutely, dude. Oh, I'm so excited. I know, me too. And we know that our podcast predicts the future now, so there's that. 
I'm going to predict something else right now. Jeremy Renner's getting his own spinoff as Hawkeye in the next five years. I'm calling it. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. <laughs> Knowing my luck, just watch. He's going to Sp- die so in So spinoff movie or spinoff show or can it just be spinoff sp- something? Spinoff something. I'm okay, go- I'm going I, can, I can let you have that okay, one. Okay, I'm going vague here. But watch, just knowing my luck, something's going to happen to him in Avengers Endgame. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that would walk ruin... out of that theater an emotional wreck. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, hey, I have to call your mom. Can you come pick Rose up? <laughs> oh. He can't drive right now. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, next up... In uh, through the wall, we got our first look at Gotham's Joker. Yeah. So I watched Gotham. I'm all caught up. That a boy. There, the the final two episodes are coming out later in April. So later this month. Okay. I personally just love the guy that play, or I think his name is like Cameron. I want to say Cameron McConaughey, but I know that's not right. <laughs> it's Cameron something. Okay. So he does an amazing job. He actually wasn't supposed to be in the show this long. Oh. Yeah. So he was supposed to be kind of a one-off character. It's kind of He was supposed to be the person that inspires the Joker to become the Joker. Which I thought was super dumb. That, that Joker doesn't weird. copy no one. Yeah, that is extremely dumb. So what they did is they made him a series regular in the next season. They brought him back. Okay. Um, what was his name in the show again? Uh, Jerome. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, so he was Jerome for the longest time. And got recruited on this this team and ended up becoming the leader of it. And started doing like the recording his, like the kind of the um the Heath Ledger Joker thing, recording himself doing stuff. Yeah. So that's kind of the Joker he, that he became. So it, never like you never saw him. He was just insane. So later on, you see him start to decline. Like he starts to get a little bit more crafty with his plans, and he finds his twin brother, which is um. Oh gosh, I forgot. I'm the worst, dude. Yeah, you suck. I can't. I can't. I like. I could tell you the story for days, but I can't remember names worth a damn. <laughs> uh, it's not Jerome. It starts with a J. I know that. Jeremiah. So, Jeremiah is his twin that's in hiding, and his twin or Jeremiah is like a super genius. And Jerome is hunting him down. Okay. Ends up finding him, but gets stopped by Jim Gordon. And they end up in a situation where he dies. So Jeremiah goes back to his his little cave and finds this box. He opens it, and it sprays this gas in his face that drives him mad and it was like it's from jerome like he has like an audio recording playing and everything it's crazy 
Okay. But he does like the whole Joker transformation, and he kind of becomes a real calm, cool, and collected, but really just psychotic Joker. So he's just like he'll do stuff where he's like, "I want you to know I'm not messing around," and he'll just stand there super calm, and then blow up a building, and then. Every once in a while, he'll start doing that weird laugh, but it's like he's holding himself back. Okay. And then he kind of becomes like this figure where he's uh just trying to become, like he's trying to connect himself to Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. in some way. He's just like, I can't connect to you the way that this guy did, the guy that killed your parents did, so I'm going to make this happen again, does his whole thing, blah, blah, blah. And they end up having a fight at Ace Chemicals and gets dunked into this pl- this this chemical shit, kind of like the uh, the Killing Joke okay. a little bit. Okay. So now we got the first reveal of what he looks like after that, and the result is pretty damn accurate to. The like the Joker that we know and love, minus the hair. <laughs> the hair ruins it. It all. kills it so badly. Like they got every. Like they even put like a a new chin on him. Yeah. Like a like a sharper chin. His face is white and crackly. They put the makeup. Like I think he needs a little bit more of the like the lipstick on him. But the lipstick looks amazing. He has the suit. He has the gloves. Everything looks damn good. And then he he has like a couple strands of hair, uh, yeah, that are just gr- that are green. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Like it's he needs really to be weird. wearing a hat. He needs to a wig. Something. <laughs> he needs something to fix that. Yeah, other he really than that, does. he looks perfect. Yeah. Oh, he looks fantastic. And he is like nightmare fuel. Yeah. Right. Seriously though. Yeah. So that's my thoughts on it. I. Not a not a huge fan yeah, of I'm... how he looks just because of the hair. The hair's what ruins it. But the actor, amazing. The 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 facial features, amazing. The suit, amazing. And then there's the hair. Yeah. It's just Yeah. Dumb. I have the exact same feelings as you. The hair kills it all. Everything else is perfect yeah. except for the hair. So, yeah. Um, All right, let's move on to some good news. Yeah. Um, Jai Courtney has officially come out and said that he will be returning as Captain Boomerang in Jason, James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Hell yes. So, I wonder if anyone else from the original uh, movie will be returning. I doubt it. Yeah. I think it's just going to be Captain Boomerang that returns. Cause not even a Margot Robbie. I don't think so. Not really? with what, not with the route that they're taking her with the Birds of Prey movie that's going to be coming out. That's yeah, that's a good point. So I think she's going to not be in this one. Okay, but Deadshot's in it. I feel they're taking Polka Dot Man. Uh... I still need to learn about these characters a little bit, so I I I can get something that. Can we just add the condiment king for the hell of it? Yeah, why not? <laughs> or eraser. 
he just like throws someone. Is that horseradish? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that'd be funny. Dude, I'd like if he even had like a little cameo where he was like the team chef. <laughs> uh, and they they just like call him the condiment king and he's just like I would just up. find okay, have a scene with Amanda Waller just like looking through like who can be on the suicide squad. Let's see. So and so's name also known as the condiment king. Are you wait, really? Is that really what he goes by? <laughs> like just like an like inside he was, like Batman serious. <laughs> yeah. Just like an insider joke, and then she just like moves on. Yeah. I just want like a little joke about that. That'd be really funny. Um but yeah. I'm excited. I think it's awesome that he's returning. I'm excited. Yeah, I, I want to see him really be able to well. do a lot more with Captain Boomerang. Agreed. So um so the this isn't really like this is from a couple weeks ago, but the you you remember hearing about the Eternals? Yes. So Angelina Jolie is supposed to be attached to that project, but the main character of the movie is supposed to be Hercules. And there's another podcast I listened to, and they asked uh, who would be a good Hercules, and I think Jai Courtney would be a good Hercules. Like, I think he's got the build for it. I feel he has the build for anything. Yeah, like... (laughs) I told so I told Victor this because we talked about my Marvel or Ms. Marvel Dreamcast a little bit. Yeah, I did not pick Jai Courtney quickly. It was a long process where I was just like going through people. Uh, Brielle suggested uh, Scott Eastwood, but I think he's a little too skinny. He's and I haven't seen him act a lot, and it's I was going more for look. I wasn't really paying attention too much to acting ability, which I think is something that I should have done. But yeah, live and learn. True. Like I think I just picked someone good enough to play. I can't pick anyone. Like I think honestly I should have picked or tried to cast a an X23 Wolverine. That would be really cool. Yeah, yeah, like so, like an older one because I think Daphne King would be amazing, but I don't see Ms. Marvel geeking out over a Daphne King X twenty three. True, but true. Anyway, but yeah, I think he'd be a he's a would be a good fit for Hercules. I I can agree with that, but I'm excited to see him as Captain Boomerang. I think he was a good part of that yeah. movie. Even think? though his uh, boomerang camera didn't make any that sense. That was so stupid. So dumb. Like, how is it so smooth? Yeah, right? <laughs> My question, though, is do you think they'll uh, maybe, like, add something to the costume to where it's a little more comic book accurate? Or do you think... I hope they add the hat. <laughs> I do, too. I think that'd be badass. You don't want the boomerang suit? I want it all, dude. <laughs> like, I, I think boomerangs that boomerangs can... all over. Yeah, I think they need to change it up a bit just to distinguish him from the Suicide Squad. Yeah, I agree. The first one. Yeah. This is weird. This is going to be so weird. I know. There's Suicide Squad and then the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Like, that's how I'll distinguish it from now on. If you hear the Suicide Squad, 
it's James Gunn's. If yeah. you just hear Suicide Squad, it's yeah. the other one. <laughs> David Ayer, right? Isn't that who made the first one? Yeah, like I said, the other one. Okay. He's got a really list for the. Yeah. Um. All right. Do you have anything else you want to talk about with Through the Wall? Negative. All right. Let's move on to this week's sneak peeks. And in this week's sneak peeks, we got our. I wonder. If, I'm. I'm assuming it's probably kind of like our like final trailer. A I little bit. am not quite sure. Really? I think we might get one more. I'm really hoping we don't. I. I. 100% agree, but I feel like we're going to get one more. Yeah, but Infinity War only got two. Did it? Yeah. I feel like it got a lot... Like, we got a lot of clips released. Yeah, we did, but right no, before. it only got two official trailers. Huh. Yeah. Okay, maybe this is the final one. I could be wrong. Oh, I, we'll I'd see. be happily surprised if I was. Yeah. If there is another one, I don't think I'll watch it. I think I'm going to avoid it, too. Yeah. I say that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I say it until Victor sends it to me. It's like, have you watched it yet? No, yeah. but now I have to. I mean, you sent me the link. You're kind of just push putting it right in my hand. I mean, I can't. Dude, that's what happened that. with the, the when the second one got released. I turned on Facebook, scrolled up, saw it play for like two seconds, scrolled past because I was like, I'm not watching it, and then I was like, well. I might as well. <laughs> like, it's already started. It would be rude not to finish. Oh, oh that's, that's funny. I'm freaking weak. Dude, I was too. Uh, all right. Uh, so with this, uh, I, don't, it's mo- it's, I don't think it's like any old footage. It's like all new. Most of it, yeah. Yeah. I think there's like maybe one or two things that aren't. Yeah. But I think the biggest takeaway from this is we finally got to see Thanos and hear him talk for the first time. Yes. And I am trying to remember the line that he said. Um, he say, uh, you're a sh- uh, yeah, we're more like story people, not yeah. very like. And I've I've like watched script. the thing like five times, so you think I, I would? I watched it like a lot today. Um, what is? Ah, oh, what? Is, he said like something like, "Uh, you feel uh ashamed of how you lost, and so where did that bring you?" And then he's like, "Back to me." Yeah, so, isn't it something like that? That line every single time I've watched it, yeah. chills. I know, right? Like every single time, and that's never happened before. Like no. I've watched something and it's given me chills. I'll watch it again. Nothing. Every single time I've watched this, freaking chills. Yeah. I love how it's the three main that are like standing right in front of them. You got, isn't it Thor, Iron Man, and then Cap? Man, that's freaking bullshit. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. I'm sorry you don't get the OG four. I don't get the OG six. So I'm that's sorry. freaking horseshit. Uh, well, I want to see my boy. <laughs> I want to see my boy. Um, but yeah, so it officially announced that tickets are on sale for Avengers Endgame. Let us all celebrate! Hell yes! And like I said earlier, crash the freaking internet. So yeah, many people explain this. So so many people went on to buy their tickets. Yeah, that the the websites crashed. Damn. Yeah. Like, so Victor was. I t- was talking to him today, 
and he started a new podcast, mm-hmm. kind of a movie reviewing thing with his uncle. Yeah, how's um, that going for him? He's one episode in. Hey, it's two by the time this one's released, because hey. I think the next one's supposed to release tomorrow. Nice. Very nice. Pretty sure. They're recording tonight as well. Um, we twinsies. Yeah. I promise I'll never say that again. <laughs> Please don't. Okay. Hold on. I'm trying to pull up the name, because he changed the name. It's not Tailgate Talks anymore. I, th- I remember you talking about that. Maybe if my data wants to stop being stupid. Who's your carrier? T-Mobile. Actually, I can't say anything against them. They're not that bad. Okay, so he changed it to Crash and Taz's Movie Seller. Movie... Wait, Movie Seller. Oh, Seller. Yeah. Like Wine Seller. Yeah. Okay. Got it. That's pretty cool. I like that name. So, I don't... I I don't remember what they're doing this week. But last week they reviewed Top Gun. Ooh, okay. Never seen it. I haven't either. But super good review. Does it make you want to watch the movie? Next time it's on Netflix, yeah. Okay. I'm not going to go like super out of my way. And it's not because of their review. It's because I'm just not super interested in Top Gun. Okay. Are they coming out with a sequel to that? There were rumors about it. Oh. Guess we'll find out. Um, so anyway, so I was talking to him earlier today and he said that he tried to go online to get his ticket, but the internet or the site was down. So he sent his uncle to the theater to physically get the tickets. Damn. Yeah. And he got it for, I want to say Thursday. Thursday. Okay. Thursday or Friday. One of the two. Actually, I might be wrong on that. I'd have to check my messages. <laughs> Gosh, my memory is like terrible, dude. Yeah, dude, it really like is, I uh... like this is this is end game we're talking like, about. I feel man. like this is like I couldn't. I feel my memory is so bad that I couldn't even quote a movie that I made. So you can't quote. I'm getting there because we did make that. I can't. I can't, dude. Wow. I cannot quote. I'm getting there. Well, there's only like two lines in that whole thing. (laughs) So, in a way, you should be able to quote it. Whatever. Yeah. You got to be able to quote Paranormal AF, though. Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) I can quote a lot of the bloopers. Yeah, right? Anyway. He sent it in a voice message, so I'm not going to do that. Okay. Um, but yeah, he had to actually go out and physically get them. That's insane. That is crazy, dude. Like, I feel we're going to have one hell of a time because Braille doesn't get paid until Friday. I feel though, after we finish recording, we, we got to at least see what they're looking like for Thursday night. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. So yeah. Um, all right, anything else for this, or you want to talk about for this week's sneak peeks? Uh, negative. All right, well then, let's move on to our main event of the evening, which will be the All Bros breakdown of How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. Hell yes. It's time! Time for the main event. Let's play game. All right, so... 
How to Train Your Dragon The Hidden World. How to Train Your Dragon 3. I still don't understand why they didn't call it that. I mean, I after seeing the movie, no, yeah, I get it now. Um, but I feel like they could have gotten a little bit more creative with How to Train Your Dragon 2. Yeah. If, they, if that was something that they were going to do, but I'll let it slide. Yeah. Just because the trilogy's that good. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, I have like nothing but praise to say about this movie. <laughs> it's a damn good movie. It, it's it a, is a super solid movie. It is such a good third movie. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I freaking cried, man. When, spoiler alert, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. All of our reviews are spoilers. I know, I still like to say it though. Um, when Toothless and Hiccup were saying goodbye. That, oh my, I. Oh, that was oh, rough. That I was <laughs> rough on the soul. <laughs> oh my gosh, like, I was an emotional wreck. <laughs> uh, I did not expect to cry that much. I'm like, I just barely saw the second one. I, didn't, I haven't, like, known these characters for this long, but, oh, this is so hard. <laughs> but I'm, like, so grateful that I was able to see the final one in theaters, because it, it looks so beautiful on the big screen. Animation, I think, was stepped up and oh, it's so good. I think it was on the same level. They just did a lot more. Yeah, okay. That's a good point. So, with our reviews, our system now, we've done it the past the past few movies. <laughs> I don't have an exact number. I, I have an exact number, eight. but I'm lazy. If I can count. Eight? Seven. Sorry. Okay, past count. seven. We split it up into different categories. We split it up by story, theme, the acting, the character development, the music, the effects, the costumes, and the overall genre grade, which we decided is a animation adventure like the other ones. Yep. Um, so... You want to start us up with start us off with the synopsis? I would love to. So, when Toothless gets drawn away by the sudden and inexplicable appearance of female Light Fury and a new threat finds their way into Hiccup's crowded dragon utopia, both human and dragon alike are prompted to begin a search for the mythical ancestral home of dragons, a hidden world through the Sorry, okay. A hidden world thought to exist only in myth. A tale of friendship, fate, and ultimately letting go. Hell yeah. Especially with that letting go, oh my gosh. So, first off, story. I personally felt this story did quite a bit better than the first two. I completely agree. So, this one was... So the story focused on them trying to find a new home mm-hmm. because they felt unsafe from dragon hunters. Yeah. They felt so like they, because of like how many dragons they've had and just like how the popularity. Yeah. Of them. Like Burke really isn't. It, it's become so exposed that like anyone can come and hit them. Yeah. Um, I did feel they stole a little bit of. Stuff from Thor Ragnarok with the whole Burke isn't a place, the, yeah. it's a people. I was just like, you ripped that off. I, I, dude, honestly, yeah, that ran through my head. Like when he said that line, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's that's a little bit Thor Ragnarok ish. 
<laughs> go Thor. I mean, hiccup. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked. It was it, okay. It did work. Yeah. It. It. I'm not saying it didn't, but I see where I. I see you, yeah. director. Yeah. And writers. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you could slip that by us? No. Not true Marvel fans. Sorry. Yep. So. I did like how they were like, okay, we need to leave. And so they ended up leaving. They didn't fly very long before they found the home. No, they did not. But, like, so, like, with the other ones, with uh, with How to Train Your Dragon 2 in particular, with the story focusing on uh, Hiccup becoming the, like, with dealing with dragon hunters and dealing with Hiccup trying to become the new chief. Yeah. And then suddenly mom appears like a freaking Pokemon. <laughs> this one flowed really well where it was the dragon hunters that were like, we need to hire someone to deal with this. And it was focused around that and their travels through trying to escape that one guy. Yes. I, yeah. The story seemed a lot more focused in this one. Yeah. Very much more focused. And I also, I mean, it, it was kind of like a side story, but it was also, um, like hiccup, I mean, like after what Astrid says, it's kind of like hiccup, you know, realizing that he's not. What's the word? He can be hiccup without toothless. Like toothless didn't make him who he is today. Mm. I thought that was a really cool, cool, a really cool way how they handled that. Yeah, I loved the flashbacks with stoic. Hiccup was adorable as a kid. Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness! And I loved how they never, like, when he was talking about, or when Stoke was talking to Hiccup about it being his destiny to find the hidden world. Yeah. We know that he is still in the kill dragons phase of his life. Yeah. But they never dive into that. You, like, it still works with his mindset, his, him, with him telling Hiccup, it's your destiny to find the hidden world but never saying like to kill all the dragons yeah it was just it was it's your destiny to find this and they just hit on all of the emotional marks with stoic yeah they did in the flashbacks and can cool. you imagine if uh jay baruchel's voice was uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking of that, and I'm like dying of laughter. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> Thank goodness they got a child actor for that, because yeah, that'd be a hard seller. That'd be a. There's real no way your voice sell. gets deep that young. There's no <laughs> way. <laughs> oh. Uh, so did you have like a favorite part from this? Honestly, I think probably the favorite part was. Them saying goodbye to yeah. all the dragons. Even though I was an emotional wreck, the way that they handled it and, like, the way, like, you know, Astrid, you know, after uh, Hiccup decides to, you know, let Toothless go, Astrid's like, okay, I needed to do the same thing with my dragon. And then it just kept going down the line. I thought that was really cool how they did that. Yeah. Um, I really liked how they did the whole relationship with toothless and the light fury i loved how they handled that i didn't care for the guy that just releasing the 
light fury. Like I was expecting like a collar or just something on her. Yeah, to I was too. Symbolize like to show that he was controlling her yeah. in some way. But he did it didn't. But he just I feel if guided he, her in that direction. I feel and, if he did, Hiccup would have caught on very fast. Yeah. So it's so, um let's did so at the scene at the towards the end uh when um hiccup and um oh, what is the villain's name the villain was grimmel grimmel uh when him when him and hiccup are literally like falling um and uh hiccup tells uh, the light fury to save him did you think that hiccup was going to die so very much. I, I did too. I'm I was like, like oh. oh, so this is how it. Okay, all right. Dude, this these movies do really well at setting up stakes. They really do. Like, damn. Like in the first one, they took his leg. Yeah. In the second one, they took stoic. Yep. In this one, I was like, what are they gonna do? <laughs> right. And I thought that was it. I was uh, like, yeah. this is where, this is the end. And it would honestly make sense. Like, uh, yeah, someone could say, well, I don't think a Light Fury would ever do that. Uh, Light Furies weren't, she didn't seem like she really liked humans. So the fact that when he tells her to save him, I thought she was just going to save Toothless and then just stay with him there. And Sally will watch Hiccup fall to his death. But thankfully, she saved him. That would have been a ballsy move oh extremely ballsy and i wonder i want to know personally how that would have done yeah but a little part of me kind of knew that it wasn't going to happen because just from like the previews we'd seen we'd seen we had seen hiccup with a beard i know so (laughs) that kind of like i'm like okay we haven't seen that yet so i don't think hiccup's biting the dust here I mean, they could have cut that for all we know, but... Yeah, we could have gotten Infinity Ward. <laughs> <laughs> True. Oh, can you just... Im- oh. just Yeah, like, the the ending shot is just, like, Astrid and uh, everyone just, like, curled up and you just hear a rough nut or someone say, oh, gosh. And then just, poof, it ends. Dude, that would have been rough. So, um... But let's not think that way because this movie ended on a very high note or a bright note, and I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of anything that didn't fit well, but it all flowed really it well. It really did. Like even the um, uh, rough nut, like when uh she gets taken prisoner, like even that didn't feel like out of place. Like that, that, that flowed into the story really well. It was a funny ass scene too. It was hilarious. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm thinking 90 on story. I am too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Theme. And I think, so this one was more about like friendship and being able to let go. And they did it so well. They did. They handled the letting go of the dragons very, very yes. well. Especially, like, you can tell, like, at first, like, it kills Hiccup and he doesn't want to do it. But for the most part, you can tell that he definitely understands that this is where Toothless needs to be. Um, and just that scene towards the end when, uh, like, 
Toothless just like bombards him and like gives him a hug and everything. Like, the whole just scenario of just letting go and just seeing these two best friends have to part ways was handled so well. I couldn't, I can't think of a better way to have handled it. I can't either. Um, yeah, I mean, they, the friendship aspect of it, they handled really well. I think that they did all that they could to rescue each other when they, one got in trouble. Yeah. And with, it was Rough Nut, right? Yeah, with Rough Nut, when she got captured, they were making a plan to go get her, and then she just kind of showed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh. I love how they make the joke. They're like, did you ever, did you make sure that you weren't following? And she's like, oh, hiccup, I never look back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. I was just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. Like, you dumb bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Christian Wig did she was a, amazing yeah. at being super annoying. <laughs> she's she's a very good voice actress, like extremely good. I mean, everyone she's in this movie very is very talented but, at that. But yeah. we'll get to that once we get to acting. Yes. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to th- think of any flaws with the. Uh, I can't. I mean, like this theme. isn't really a theme, but I think even like the. Uh, how they dealt with uh, Astrid and Hiccup's like relationship and how they eventually get married. I thought that was handled well too. I did too. I loved how Astrid went to Volca for advice on how to handle. Yes. Hiccup. I loved that. And she like took it. She used it and like threw in her little bit of flair with yeah. it, but was able to guide him where he needed to be. Yeah. Oh, I loved it so much. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking 95. I'm thinking 95 as well. Hell yeah. Okay, acting. So, let's start out with Hiccup. Hiccup. All right. Uh once again, Jay, Jay Baruchel did a great job. Even the emotional parts. He did a fantastic job. I I really have no prob- problems with him. I had some issues. Let's hear them. With, with Astrid. Oh, with Astrid. Oh, okay. I no, was... not with Hiccup. Or not... No, it's with Hiccup. I oh. had issues with him. Yeah. When he was interacting with Astrid. Okay. Sometimes it felt a li- like awkward. But I they didn't feel pulled... that. You didn't? No, uh-uh. Like when he called her babe... Okay, I'll fully admit that felt a little weird. And then, like, when he's like, when they're they're flirting, just felt. Bleh. <laughs> well, I mean, couldn't you say the same thing about Toothless and the Light Fury? No, that was Tooth- cute. <laughs> to- okay, Toothless needs to work a little bit on his flirting. Okay, well, he was getting advice from other dragons, or did, no? He like, was getting no. He was getting advice from Hiccup. Yeah, but. Toothless doesn't know any better. Yeah, okay. So yeah, so when he, the flirting with Astrid felt uncomfortable, but when like the emotional moments where they were having like a real talk, yeah. felt real. Okay. It when they they were trying to do the whole playful thing that I was just like, <laughs> like you stop. <laughs> Wait, so like when they're like sitting on that uh mountain peak, and Astrid points out how um. 
what is his uh, name? A uh, snot loud lights his mom, like kind of like that, that kind of joking. Yeah, like, like that playfulness I, felt. I, I didn't feel that way. I thought it felt if like it, it didn't feel like natural, natural. But I feel like for the two characters, it felt natural. I disagree. Oh. So I'm thinking. 85 for Jay. Really? Because of those those parts. They just felt that Damn, okay. What are, what are you thinking? I was thinking a 90. Can we meet in the middle? 87? I'll give you 87. Okay. Thank you. Alright, next we got Astrid, played by America Ferreira. Um. So I'm. So is it like the same problems that you had like with hiccup, like same the issues, whole flirting yeah. thing? But okay. she, with how, with the less lines that she had, yeah, I'm willing to let it go a little bit because she was able to pull off the emotional moments really well. Okay. And she seemed when she was talking to Volka seemed really interested in. The, yeah, the chat I, I, so, I completely agree. Because with her stuff or with her lines, there w- the flirting wasn't as much. She kind of was the one to put a stop to it a little bit more than. Yeah. Anything. Okay. So I'm willing to let it go a little bit. So I'm ninety for Astrid. I'm thinking ninety. Okay. Sounds good to me. All right, next up we got Valka, played by Kate Blanchett. She was damn near perfect. Yeah, but I feel I feel that's kind of I feel the reason why she was perfect, even though she was practically perfect in number two, she didn't get a lot to do in this one. Yeah, yeah. she was. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of focus on her. This was mainly focused on Hiccup, Astrid, and Toothless, which I think with, was uh, with Grimmel. Yeah. Which I think is okay because I feel that that's the direction they should go with a third movie when they right. want to finish off the trilogy. So I was fine with that. Um, but I mean, like everything that they had her do was great. I thought that was cool that she was the one to uh, go back and make sure that they weren't followed, and sadly they were. Yeah. So what are you thinking? I don't know, like ninety-five. 95? 90? I'm thinking... I was thinking 90. It's just because you can't judge too much. Like, I can't give her too much because she didn't have so much to do. Yeah, okay. So I'm thinking 90. Okay. Alright, next up we got Eret, played by Kit Harrington. Uh, He was also one of those characters, didn't have a whole lot to do. But what he was... And he was good. Yeah, I thought his um his interaction with um I I butcher these names, Snotlout. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Like, their interactions between each other. Like they were pretty good. Yeah. That's how a Snotlout thought he had to show not like show off, but like prove that he was the the alpha to him. And like it never really went anywhere. Yeah. He was a bit more of a serious character in the Second one, yeah. Than this one, so I'm thinking 85. 
Yeah, I'll give you that. Okay, moving on to Gobber. Played by Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. He was good. Uh, yeah, he was. He f- was definitely comedic relief. Yes, but I mean, that's Gobber in every single one of these. Yeah. Um. So consistently, I think he deserves like the same score. Yeah. And I think, what did we give him last time? An 85? I thought it was a 90. 90? Yeah, I think it was a 90. I can give him a 90. What was the uh, little dragon that he kept saying was a bad omen? You know, I'm not good with names, I know, Rose. I know. <laughs> but I thought that was funny. Yeah, I loved how those just kept popping up. Yeah. And then there was like a ton of them. Yeah, up I wish the that there was something that was like significant with the bad omen. It was just like the villain was the bad omen. Yeah. So I wish there was something like at the end where something bad happened and that was the bad omen. That, yeah, that would have been a nice touch. Yeah, but the bad omen was number really just four? the villain. I'm just kidding. There better not be a number four. I swear. Yeah, some dumbass kid at the end of uh, the our viewing was just like, this one was good, but I can't wait to see what they do with the fourth one. Me and Braille almost like broke this <laughs> spirit. <laughs> you should have. I know, I totally should have, but I was like, nah, we're in public. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, going to see Toy Story 3 and the kid says the same thing? They're like, you know, you have to break it to him, like, really softly. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, this is how it wraps up. And then <laughs> nine years later, oh, here we are, Toy Story 4. <laughs> Get called up by the same kid. What? What? <laughs> That's what I thought, asshole. <laughs> oh, it'd be so funny. Um, uh, Moving on to Stoic. Played by Play- Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. Yeah. Uh, you really only saw him in flashbacks, but I mean, that's because, you know, he died in the second one. I think he did really well he, with his role. He did. He did he fantastic. Threw so much emotion into these just yeah. little moments. And like the way that he, uh, explains it to a hiccup when he's a kid in a way that he can understand. I loved that. Yeah, it was, he, even though he wasn't in it a lot, the scenes that he were in were just they stand out really hard in my They mind. really do. Yes. So I'm actually willing to give him a 95. I am too. All right. Let's move on to the villain of the movie, who is Grimmel, and he was played by F. Murray Abraham. I didn't care for his voice. Really? I liked his voice. I think it, it grew on me later in the movie when he started getting a little bit more intense. Yeah. But as the 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 know-it-all guy didn't really work for me yeah, it worked not for at me. the beginning not yeah. at the beginning i yeah it worked for me throughout hmm. i had no problems with it. it way better villain than in the second one yeah way that better was than a, the second yeah but that's more of a character yeah that's true acting. but i'm wanting to give him in like an 80 because 80? of just how off the 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 voice was at the beginning. Well, okay, so if like just v- if you take away the character, I know that's not what we're supposed to do. Is it 
So it's the voice that you don't like? If it was a different voice, you'd be fine with it? No, it was more the dude's... Del- like, I liked the voice okay. once he started getting a little bit more intense near okay. the end. Like, through, like, the third... The first... Or the... After the first quarter of the movie, he started okay. getting a little bit better in my book. Okay. But when he started out, it didn't feel enough. Hmm. Like when he started getting like into the like the intimidating speech he had with Hiccup. Yeah. That was when he started like that's when the little f- switch flipped and he started getting really into like I, that's when I started believing him okay the first time we see him introduced i was like Ugh. didn't really care for it can you meet me in the middle with this one 83 82 deal okay next up we got a uh, rough nut played by Kristen wig and I feel she was probably like the biggest comedic relief in this movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the whole scene with her and um, uh, Grimmel when uh, she uh, they leave her behind on accident and she gets taken prisoner. And literally he annoys her so much that he just lets her go. That was so damn funny. That was hilarious. <laughs> like, it, she, Kristen Wiig... She does amazing at playing annoying. <laughs> yeah, seriously <laughs> though. Like damn. Um I don't I really don't have anything bad to say about her performance. Yeah, I mean she, with her performance it was annoying, but I'm also like having to remember that's what she was going for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I want to dock for her being annoying, but I'm like, no, that was the part. <laughs> yeah, that's rough nut. Yeah, so, I don't know. I'm thinking 90. Yeah, I am too. So, I'm going to actually push one up just because I feel that we should do one after the other. Um, so, next up is Tough Nut, played by Justin Ruppel who replaced T.J. Miller, who played him in the first two movies. And I think he did a really good job. He did, he did an amazing yeah. job. Yeah. Like, I thought it was just T.J. Miller with, like, a cold. Yeah, yeah, now <laughs> that you say that, it does, yeah. Um, the whole, the whole like, running joke about how, like, he has, like, a manly beard and, like, only manly bearded men are, like, welcome in his club or anything. That was pretty funny. It was. Yeah. A little overdone. Y- yeah. Near the end, but... But funny. I think his be- the best uh, part was I think it was it was when he was talking to Hiccup and uh, Gobber, and then he's like, I think he's like making f- uh, f- fun of uh, Hiccup's uh, uh, peg leg. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, "Well, what can I do about that? I lost my leg." And Gobber's like, "Yeah, me too." He's like, "Well, I have a." a what is it? A fraternal sister, and you don't hear me crying about it, or something like that, <laughs> <laughs> or a fraternal twin, or something like that, and you don't hear me crying about it. That was pretty funny. Yeah, I think he did really well when it was like long talks. Yeah, the whole like marriage with... thing, like get feeling ready for marriage. that was pretty funny. That was great. <laughs> I think he did really well at portraying, 
for replacing TJ Miller he when did. it was those long talks, when it was the short little puns or whatever, like jokes that he was throwing out, the one-liners. Yeah. That's where he started to sound off to me. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. So, overall, I think it pretty great replacement. Yes. So, I'm thinking 85. Yeah. Do you feel he's... um? So, you know how with uh, Toy Story 3, they had to have Blake Clark voice Slinky? Yeah. Do you think it's on that level or maybe a little bit lower? Because Blake Clark sounded so close to Jim Varney. Like, I barely even noticed a difference hearing Blake Clark talk as Slinky in, Jim, in uh, Toy Story 3. I'm thinking a little bit lower okay, than yeah. him. Yeah, I'm too. Because that one dude, what was it? What's his name? Blake Clark? Yeah, Blake Clark. He did really well. Yes. He really like, did. I didn't even realize it was someone else until you said. Yeah. Right? And with him, there, what, like, I noticed. Yeah, I did too. Like, I was like, that could, like, when he was talking for a really long, long time, and I was like, okay, that, that could be TJ Miller. But then he would, like, with those little one-liners, I was like, no, that's not him. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, one, did you hear that, uh. Don Rickles is not who played Mr. Potato Head. I want to say that's his name. Don I want Rickles. to say yeah. Uh, did you hear that they're gonna be using archival uh audio footage from other Toy Story movies to do his audio for Toy Story Four? That so, means he's not gonna be in it a lot. Yeah, no. But I'm. Bummer. I mean, but at the same time, I, I'm glad. I yeah, it. I'm glad that they're not recasting him. Yeah. So. So sorry, didn't mean to go off on a tangent. No, you're good. Um. Did you say eighty five? Yeah, I, I I agree with that. Okay, right. Snotlout, played by Jonah Hill. I feel this was like the movie he actually got to shine with this character. I did too. Yeah, and I liked it. Yeah, um, he was a little goofier in this one than he yeah, was in the other two, but, but I was okay with it. Yeah. Um, just like in the second one, I didn't I didn't really he- because I've like gotten to know this character more. I didn't see Jonah Hill. Like I actually just saw uh, uh snot loud. I almost called him one of the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I thought that was funny how uh, he has a crush on Hiccup's mom, and uh, how he's trying to like basically like bring Eric down to size and say like, oh, you know, I'm second in line if Hiccup dies and all this stuff. Uh, that was pretty funny. Um, and then how uh, Volca comments towards the end, uh, Eric might right Eric right. Yeah, yeah, Eric might be the muscle, but but you're the brains. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Like she she complimented him. That was pretty great. Yeah. Um. Jonah Hill is a tough one to grade because yeah. he plays himself. Yes, it's kind of the like the Tracy Morgan syndrome. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. You w- okay, that's a little harsh. I don't know. I can't think of anyone else to compare him to. Like, he was good yeah. for the role, but not great. Like, uh-huh. everyone else's voice kind of seemed to fit. Like, his just stands out. I don't... I feel, actually, uh, his fits more to me... Then um, Christopher Mintz Plaza's voice fits. They, I, th- I don't think either of those really? fit very well with 
like if you were to group them together and say which who's in this movie who's not yeah. those two i'd be kind of like if not seeing this movie before any of these movies i'd probably be like yeah those two probably are not in this movie okay but uh, i don't know i'm thinking 80 80 yeah okay for jonah hill then what do you think about Fish Legs, played by Christopher Mintz Plaza? I feel, I mean, like, he did the best that he could with, I mean, it's still a good character. Um, but, I mean, I agree with you, like, same thing with Jonah Hill. It, I don't know, like, you hear, you hear the actor, no. you don't hear the character. I'm probably thinking the same score. 80? Yeah, what do you think? I'm thinking the same. You were really good at changing my opinion. I just noticed this. <laughs> like, damn. Okay, we got, for the average of all of them, 86.7. So let's round it up to 87. Okay. Okay, character development. I say we just go over the big ones. Hiccup, yeah. Astrid. And Toothless. And Toothless. Okay. So, should we start with Hiccup? Hiccup. Okay. Um... I thought it was really cool throughout the movie how you got to see not only uh, his and uh, Toothless's relationship keep uh, evolving, but I thought it was interesting how Astrid points out that he thinks that he has to face everything alone. But then it, towards the end, he finally realizes that, no, that's not the case. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that this movie does a really good job at the progression of the characters. This it is like does. something that Incredibles 2 lacked on. Yeah. So like when so with Hiccup from the first one, you sh you saw him kind of get into his inventor mode. And then the second one was him full blown into his inventor mode yep. and just continuing on with that. This one was him was a continuation on from him dealing with the death of his father being chief and having all this responsibility on him while still trying to manage the inventor side of him. And like you said, his relationship with toothless, that just kind of grows. Yeah. And you can see how his inventions have just gotten better and better. Yeah. That, ta that, um, that other tale piece that he makes like, Holy shit. That's a, Look like damn near perfect to what Toothless's tail actually looks like. Yeah, exactly. That was amazing. Yeah, I. Oh, he was really good. Yeah, it's amazing how they uh, brought uh, Hiccup's uh, story uh, full circle. I loved it. Yeah. Like I, I love the whole with with him struggling to be the chief that his dad is. That he wasn't. That he. He was struggling with that when everyone else was trying to get him to be the chief that he's going to be. Yes. So for the, like with the character, I have no issues with the I don't character development and his character development is so good. I'm almost, I'm willing to give him a hundred. I am too. <laughs> Can we please? All right. Astrid. Astrid. 
She definitely got sidelined a little bit in this one. She did. Um, but still strong, strong character. I think it was cool how um, his mom kind of was teaching her how, uh, if it were to happen, how she could be a really good uh, queen. Would you call, still call her a queen? Uh, the chief des. Oh, chief des. Okay, would call that's what it's called. Uh, how she, um, how she could help Hiccup in a a way if you know they were to actually be married, but it seemed like it was going to happen eventually. Um, so it was really cool just seeing the ways that she understood Hiccup like nobody else did. Yeah. I liked how she kind of took on the role, like the role Stoic had in his life. Yes, the guiding like hand. The but this was more with Stoic kind of pushing him. She was guiding. Yes, she was just like, I like kind of like behind, like a, a gentle, gentle nudge. Yeah, like a pull in the right direction. Yeah whenever he needed it. And I think that's what a good relationship's made of. Yeah, I completely agree. Um like you said she definitely got sidelined a little bit in this one. But I I think it it worked and if anything it made her character stronger because she had a lot more powerful moments, right? So like even like when they're having that a uh, meeting, um she's the uh, about you know like moving uh leaving Burke She's like like the only one, uh, well the first one to say let let's let's follow Hiccup let's let's go with his plan. Even though she was against it, yeah, which I think says a lot about her as a character. Yes, I can. Her being agree. like, I don't agree with his decision, but this is the decision that he thinks is right. So let's freaking do this, and then she gets behind him. And, Gosh, damn, you just talked me into a higher score, damn it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hate when you do that. <laughs> well, and I hate when you talk me into a lower score. <laughs> it evens out yeah. to the right score. Yeah. I'm thinking a strong 95 for her. I am too. Okay, now Toothless. He had a lot of growth in this movie. He did. Like, damn. Um, like it, he was. I think he was so hiccups right hand. Yeah. For so long, that he forgot that it was, or he was a. That he forgot that he could find love out there. Yeah. And then when he did, he it, that was like all he could really think about, which. I don't blame him. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've, fun- I've been that way. Yeah. Hell, I got married that way. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, she doesn't listen to this, so she's never gonna hear that. Um, can I can I shout into the next room? Brielle, listen to this one. <laughs> Caleb's so sweet in it. You hush. No, I won't. Okay, so. I don't know. I I didn't. Re- there wasn't any issues. Like there wasn't anything like outstanding about his. No, I mean, about, I, except for the willingness to part near the yeah. end. Yeah, or and maybe I, the acceptance of it because it wasn't willingness. It was just the acceptance that yeah. he needs to leave for their protection. Yes, and 
like like we talked about like the flirting i thought that was it was interesting how they did that and um i don't know just like seeing his and uh the light furies like uh like how they started to fall in love i thought that was a really cool character moment yeah they started off slow like honestly she kind of hated him at first a little bit yeah uh, especially that you know uh with a hiccup how he kept coming around uh, i liked how she kicked him off yeah that- <laughs> and thought that he, she was helping and toothless is just like Thanks, but I get a gill. Then <laughs> uh, Hiccup's like, not a word, please. I really liked um, the contrast at the end, like the very end with the uh, when they go to visit. Toothless. Yeah, like that whole deal was. That w- awesome that was amazing like seeing the two families come together just oh so good uh, that's cool that astrid even got to see her old dragon too i know that was so cool oh this movie man this movie yeah um so what are you thinking for toothless oh he's kind of hard to grade yeah I'm, I'm thinking because he didn't make a whole lot from maybe the second one. I think the second one is when he really took on his role as Alpha. Oh, yeah. So definitely. from there, it just kind of stayed stationary for yeah. a while until the end Yeah. when he left. So for that, thinking of 90. 90? Okay, I agree with that. And that brings our average to 95 in character Very development. Very nice. Okay, music. There was not any music that stood out. No, I mean... But uh, the music also didn't like make a huge impact. No, it didn't. I think like the only one that like really stood out was uh, the ending song in the credits, showing like flashbacks uh, from the other two movies. Um, I, and that was a really good song. Um, so... What are you thinking? Like an eight? I'm thinking eight. Okay. Yeah. Okay, effects. Uh, like you pointed out earlier, um, so like the, we're basing like the the animation with the effects, right? Yeah. Okay. I just want sorry, I just want to make sure. Well, because they didn't really have any other. I, like, I know. Effects. Okay. I know, smartass. I just <laughs> want to make sure. Come on, Rose. <laughs> Shut up. I'm just confirming the obvious. That's what I do. Um. Like you pointed out earlier, the uh, the animation didn't really change from the second to the third, um, which I think is fine. Like it worked in its favor, but I think it was stepped up a little bit. I mean, within the gap, of, uh, let's see, fifteen. I think it's five year a five year gap between the second and the third. Three Pretty or four. Sure it's five yeah, it's, year. yeah. Um, I think the animation has improved a little bit. I can notice a little difference between. Uh, the animation on Hiccup. It's it's not it's no nothing significant. It's not, but like if you're like if you're like because I'm a pretty big animation enthusiast, so like I'll know like small little details. Um, so even just like the way like his hair looks or his like uh like the way that his eyes or just his facial expressions, I see a little bit of an improvement from the second to the third. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, but the animation doesn't change a lot, like you said, but I think that does work in its favor. I'm thinking it's the same score that we gave the second one. Honest, I think 95. Yeah, oh yeah, I completely agree. Okay, costumes. Um, I think they stepped up their costume game. They did. I feel Tough Nut and Rough Nuts were very bright. Like, wow, okay. Um, but it, I liked them. Yeah. Fish legs. His was kind of weird. Yeah, his was a little funky. Yeah. But, I mean, he was carrying a baby dragon in, in it, so it yeah. kind of had to be. <laughs> Everyone else kind of had the same same deal. I did not care for Gremmels. The bad guy. Because uh, it was kind of, literally kind of just like a trench coat kind of look. Uh, yeah, I'll give you that. It was, it was really plain. Yeah, and the hat was funky. Like we had, like we went from having like a uh, the big freaking just huge like obvious villain to like a freaking like skinny like who are you, dude? Those are the best kind of villains, though. They're the ones you never expect. So I'm thinking eight, eight. Yeah. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking that too. Okay, and then as an animation adventure, what are we thinking? I'm honestly thinking the same as the second one, if not a little higher. I'm thinking the same. Maybe like a point higher. 96? Yeah. Yeah. I think this did a lot better with everything like i think the adventure was a lot better than the second one agreed i feel the like you said the animation was just i didn't notice anything different but you say that there was like a, a little bit of a difference i a bit of i might be losing my mind but i could notice a slight difference so i'm thinking 96 just to give it a little bit of higher agreed okay and then that concludes everything so our final grade for this movie is a minus well deserved so well deserved it is well deserved let's see what the actual like average was so 91 so it's like it's a softer a minus yeah but an a minus nonetheless yeah and like you said, I think it's well-deserved. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, I can't get over how good this third movie is. Like, If you guys haven't seen it, go out and see this movie, please. Yeah, absolutely. Like, they we, end, I they, cannot yeah. recommend this movie. Enough. No, I can't. They ended this trilogy off so strongly. And consistently. Like, yeah. super consistent movie. Mm-hmm. Or movies. Mo- yeah, movies. Like, none of them are bad. Like, all of them are consistently good. Mm-hmm. Extremely good. All right. Well, I think that concludes our breakdown. Yeah. So let's get into our little mini How to Train Your Dragon showdown. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So what are you? Which one are you placing in your top spot? As my number one favorite of all number three. Number one favorite of the three. How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World. Same. I think we're going to be the same on this one. Yeah. uh, Second, How to Train Your Dragon 2. Really? Yeah. 
Okay, maybe I was wrong. Uh, yeah, for me it's three two one. For me it's three one two. Really? Yep. Oh. Yeah, that's three two one for me. That's interesting. Yeah. Why? Um the f- I don't know. The first one like has some problems for me and uh it's kind of I don't know. I just like how much like the stakes are stepped up in the second one and I like how a lot m- you get a lot more of growth when it comes to Hiccup, Astrid and even Toothless and they continue that in the third one. I mean, you got that in the first one and I do appreciate the first one a lot. It's a really great uh first movie. Um but I I just like the second and third one a lot more. Fair enough. I mean, I'm actually the same with Toy Story. Right. Actually, I'm with Toy Story. I might be two, three, one. I might be the same way. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> cool. Two, three, one, and four. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's that's ex- probably exactly how it's gonna be. Yep. That's interesting. I thought you were gonna be. Three, one, two with me. Oh, why is number one number two? So number one, just because of the kind of the magic they brought into it. And I feel like in the second one, not as much, like not like a whole ton, but I feel some of the magic was lost in the second one. Okay, I can understand Because that. they were so focused on having a villain. Yeah. Because okay. in the first one, it was just them dealing with dragons yes and there wasn't anything i mean other than that queen that they had to deal with yeah but other than that there really was no villain no there wasn't that's a good point so i i appreciated that because a lot is just kind of like oh we need to take on the villain while also dealing with this it was no we were dealing with this and then some because of this there was an issue that arised and with the second one, it was they brought the villain back, and and I feel movies can be done without a like a clear villain. I I agree, they really can. So okay, so I, I, I respect that. All right, well, I think that concludes everything now. <laughs> so with that, I think we are ready to sign off. What do you it, say? I'd say let's do it. Okay. Well, if you liked this episode and want to check out more, you can be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, and on Spotify. Um, I had some issues with SoundCloud, but oh, really? I fixed them. Oh, okay, cool. I think. What kind of issues? So with SoundCloud, you have to have like a premium membership to upload more than three hours of stuff. Oh yeah, gotcha. So anytime we have an episode that's like two hours, yeah, like our last one was with the Ms. Marvel Dreamcast, um, it kind of just throws everything off. So I have to go in manually and delete stuff, and then go and do the oh, reload. It sucks. Yeah, it's kind of sucks, but I don't want to pay for SoundCloud because just just because we have other options. Yeah, like you. you like, seriously, if you can't listen on SoundCloud, just go listen on Google Play. Yes. And if you don't have an, or if you don't have an Android, then go listen on iTunes. Or Stitcher. Or Stitcher. Or just or somewhere else. Radio. Yeah. <laughs> We're literally on everything. 
Yeah. Anywhere you can find a podcast, yeah. you can probably find us. Yeah. Even here on YouTube. Or not even here. On YouTube. Not even. No. I don't know what I'm saying here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But our, we are on YouTube. We are. We so, suck at posting like actual like hunting videos, but we're on there. Yeah. Like well, we're I consistently posting weekly. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I'm going to be changing. So this episode is going to go up on Friday, which is the fifth. Yep. Shazam day. Yep. Uh, so yeah, it's going to go up on the fifth. Uh, usually we release on Saturdays, but I think in a couple weeks we're going to change to Mondays because uh, we're recording a little early today, just because got some family stuff going on later in the week yep so yeah um but yeah you can also follow us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash the all bros or on twitter just search at the all bros um we post our questions of the week um or we post questions of the week i've been doing a little bit better about that i posted one out of you but because because we recorded early, a lot of people are probably not going to get their answers, but we'll read them next week for sure. Yes. Um, if you have something you want us to discuss uh, in the next episode or movie that we should see, uh, be sure to email us at the allbroschannel at gmail.com, or you can fill out our form on our website, tinyurl.com forward slash theallbros. Um, available on mobile, if you were wondering. You officially on mobile, guys? Yes, we're making. I mean, we've it. been mobile, but still, <laughs> we made it. We made it. Hell yeah! And yeah, so next week we are going to do our breakdown uh, of, of Shazam. Shazam! I had to shout it. Well, of course you did. You yeah. can't not. Why didn't yell you shout Shazam? It? Why didn't you shout it? Because you already did. We gotta both do it. It's a team effort. <laughs> All right, maybe next week. It's not going to happen. I already know it. <laughs> just lying to me. You of little faith. Yeah, and you. Yeah, sorry. Rude. No, I'm a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so next week we're going to be doing our breakdown of Shazam, and we are super looking forward to this. It's sitting at a 93? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was the last I saw when I checked. Yeah, so I'm super That's pumped. That's so impressive. That is damn impressive, especially for DC. Yes. Like, good on you. Wasn't too bad you couldn't do this from the start, <laughs> but good on you. Isn't that what Wonder Woman's at, like, around there? I think so. Okay, because Aquaman's in the 60s. That's undeserved. Tell that to Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes, kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, we'll catch you guys next week. Until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I am Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. Bye. I had to do it. Come on. You serious? Yeah. Going to do Herbert like that? Yeah, you know what? It's going to be Herbert all the time now at the end. He's always going to say bye. Bye. Hope to see you in the next episode. Oh, my hell. (laughs) 